Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh boy, this next story that we go to here out of Wisconsin. Um, so the chancellor of the University of Wisconsin at La Crosse is the longest tenured chancellor in the universities of Wisconsin system. He was already set to retire at the end of this school year. The Board of Regents there that governs that system has decided not to wait until his retirement at the end of the school year and has fired him for something he did. And it's what the president of the Board of Regents is calling behavior that was totally abhorrent. Why do I feel like there's an OnlyFans account involved in this story? Boy, it sure seems like there would be, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems like that's exactly the place that it's going. Uh... Um, his name is Joe Gao. I have multiple versions of this um, that describe this in different ways. Here's your adult content warning Yep, that I probably should have given you before that. It's going right where we thought it was. It, it totally is. Um, the Board of Regents voted unanimously to fire Joe Gao as pornographic accounts he had been running with his wife were discovered online. Oh. He's had this job for a while, since February of 2007. He had been running an account on multiple sites under the handle of sexy happy couple <laughs> hey you know and and they are and they're married which i think is the funniest part of this entire story it's not like him and a mistress it's not like him and a student it's him and his wife these social media pages for the account directed people to pornographic sites for fully explicit scenes um what i understand to be true about his arrangement his deal with the university is that they can fire him for any reason that they don't and they're not really saying specifically what he violated, except they're pretty adamant that he not be there anymore. Yeah. I mean, when you say his actions were abhorrent, that's yes. that's not sugarcoating anything. But here's the funny thing. Uh, according to this is Rothman, uh, some kind of oh, system president Jay Rothman for the University of Wisconsin system. He said, as a tenured faculty member, Dr. Gao will be placed on administrative leave as he transitions into his faculty role at UW-La Crosse. Uh, okay, so tenure. Y you know way more about that system than I do. What's what's tenure going to do to protect this guy? So he, they're denying him tenure? Is that no, what? No, no. I saw one that said he's fired. Uh, yeah, which is interesting because, yeah, the, the one that I've got in front of me from, this is out of Channel 58 in Wisconsin, said, uh, their statement said that, yeah, as a tenured professor, he will now be placed on administrative leave as he transitions into a faculty role. Um, yeah, it, it, unless they decided, 
you know, there may have been more backlash than they thought to that initial statement, and they went ahead and fired him. You're right. It's incredibly confusing. I've got the version of the Wisconsin State Journal that says the Board of Regents decided to terminate his chancellorship and place him on administrative leave. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe he was using set the word terminated. To, yeah. If he was set to go from being a professor into being a chancellor at the university and they, they, they said, no, 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 we're not going to do that now. But yeah, transitioning into a faculty role as what? Yeah, he's been chancellor since 2007, so that doesn't make sense to me. Okay, yeah. Oh, maybe that's it. Uh, so they just took that title away from him. Maybe, yeah. Worth noting, and then we're going to get some audio here in a second, is that um, he's he he's had some trouble before. Um, five years ago, he was denied a pay raise over inviting a former porn actress to speak on campus. Um, he was disciplined in 2018 when he invited Nina Hartley to speak on campus. Oh, they didn't like that very much. That's actually apparently. a name I know. <laughs> well, is it now? I, which means she's one of the more uh, popular, yeah, from, from years past. That was a name okay. that got tossed around a lot. Okay. Um, so he is considering legal action. Um, we're going to play for you a couple of pieces of audio. Uh, WTMJ AM is a radio station I grew up listening to in Milwaukee. Um, and so they've been following the story very closely. Dr. Joe Gao was on with Eric Bilstad and Vince Vetrano, who hosts that morning show. They had him exclusively this morning. Colin, what are we going to hear? Yeah, so this first bit of audio is about a minute and a half. And he's just talking about his initial reactions. And then he gets into a bit of First Amendment stuff as well here. My first question for you is, are you surprised that the board took this action, given how very public that activity was? Well, it, when in that activity, which also includes writing books, um, and you know, these are serious works that we examine consensual adult sexuality, so we would think that would be protected by the First Amendment. Um, but we don't identify ourselves we, as being affiliated with the university or my role as chancellor. Those things are done as private citizens. But Chancellor, God, let me let me respond to that immediately. Eric and I, we do a talk show here and I have a private life outside of when I turn off this microphone. But there is no question that our company holds us to a standard of behavior out in public. I'm never not the host of this radio show, as you're never not the chancellor at UW-The Cross. So while you don't explicitly tie your uh, other dealings to your role as chancellor, wouldn't you agree that you have a certain standard out in the community? Well, let's say that we make that association, and I'm an educator, and we have a concept called academic freedom and freedom of uh, thought and ideas, and so that's what we're operating under. So I think the board is not upholding a the first amendment nor is it upholding its own policy on academic freedom or is it upholding a very rich tradition at the university of wisconsin of what's called the fearless sifting and winnowing in the search for the truth so there are some complexities here that i think people are overlooking but i boy i wish he had answered that question he yeah, didn't me too me too um we can certainly get into the question they asked or the the theory they gave about in other public jobs like that. Yeah. Because we've certainly talked about that before. Again, I want to reiterate, I, I don't know what was in the contract he signed, and it's going to come down to that. It's going to come down to what what rules did he violate. But you mentioned the OnlyFans account. It's the exact same thing. Yep. It is a man doing something consensual with his wife. It wasn't illegal. 
it wasn't um, on school property that we know of. Maybe it was, but they're not saying that. What is wrong with what he did? Nothing. And I mean, even one of the first, it may have been the first text that we got on this. Yeah, it was um, from someone who said, how dare he and his wife have a healthy sex life and and, and like literally everyone would want uh, is so tired of this prudish nonsense. Yeah, you and me both. I mean, even the idea and this is what the reason why I wish that he had taken that question on head on is the question itself, I think, is based on a false premise. That idea that uh, whichever host it was that asked him, well, you know, I'm always, uh, you know, I'm on this job even when I'm not Vince on Vitano, this job. Yeah. Well, then you know what? Uh, you can never have sex again. I think there's a difference between doing the thing and being public about the thing. Well, sure, but he's married. I mean, I think we could all yeah, make I the agree. assumption that he and his wife have sex. But it's a matter of, to your point, um... He, he's choosing to be public about it. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Right. It doesn't offend me. I don't, whatever. There's a market for it. Otherwise, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be there. I don't assume it makes him a less effective chancellor. Um, and, and what's making me crazy about this, and I, I feel like a broken record every time I say this, <laughs> is that at some point, we need a, last time I said school superintendent, and this time I'll say board of regents. We need leadership of a school to say so what and that has not happened yet yeah i know somebody has got to be the brave first voice yes. to say yeah okay uh well he put so? this stuff out there and was public about it and that's because he doesn't care and you know what we don't either because it doesn't affect his job i mean they made him a chancellor in 2007 for a reason because yeah. he's good at it yeah colin there's more audio that we're gonna hear yeah, this one's a little shorter. This is just later on in the interview. It's it's only about eight minutes long, but this is in the back half of the interview. This is him asking, uh, the host asking uh, Gao about taking legal action. Have you got a lawyer? Are you considering litigation? Is that something that, uh, are you going to continue to fight this? Well, I'm very concerned that there was no due process around this. And what that entails is having a hearing and I get to know what I'm charged with, and then I get to reply and make my case. That never happened. So um, certainly I, I'm very concerned about that, and we'll look into my legal options. And then the other uh, question about the First Amendment freedom uh, being violated there, too, that may have uh, legal consequences. Okay, and again, thanks to WTMJ in Milwaukee for the audio. I'm going to read you a couple more quotes from the Board of, Reg Board of Regents President Karen Walsh. Again, the language here, like, oh my gosh, you, you think there's got to be more to it than this, yeah. right? No, this is what she said. The outrage over his behavior is evidenced by the unanimous vote by the UW Board of Regents to terminate him as chancellor. We are alarmed and disgusted by his actions, which were wholly and undeniably inconsistent with his role as chancellor. Is there more to this? <laughs> there, better be. there better be. There better be because it, yeah. it, uh, what she said does not make any sense. G given what he did, the fact that they're pearl clutching over this, it just it's it's so meaningless and so childish that oh, someone said sex out loud. Uh, come on. Okay, so he, there's a quote from him, uh, and he mentioned this a little bit in the audio too. Um, where he says, um, I'm grateful we live in a country where we have a First Amendment freedom to create and publish books and videos that explore consensual adult sexuality. So it must be more than 
than the videos, again, I say, so what? Is that really all we're talking? There's got to be more to it than this. There's, there has to be, there has to be an illegal element. Some, did he, was it school property? Did he mention the school name? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking if for a way singing, to validate this. If you're singing on Wisconsin while you're in the middle of the act, yeah, first of all, that would be uh, you know not the best video in the entire world anyway. But yeah, I, I mean, as far as illegality, like he said, I mean, if I did something illegal, then you know, bust me for it. But he didn't. Yeah. Again, I want to know what the contract says, and usually they're vague. Mm -hmm. And usually they say conduct unbecoming or making us look bad or what, you know, the morality clauses. What scares me about this is that these contracts are not clear and you never know what you are doing in your private life that is legal, that is consensual, that is going to get you fired. Sure. And I don't like the lack of clarity about it. And again, it's by design, but you just never know then and so then it puts restrictions on your private life that shouldn't be there yeah uh and you can make all kinds of analogies to what if he and his wife go off on a, on a vacation to a nude beach you know is that going to be enough because somebody saw him naked and it, I, I, I don't know um at some point we're, we're going to have to come to grips with the fact that we are sexual animals and figure out what that means and and more importantly i think figure out what it doesn't mean in terms of your employment. It doesn't mean that you're a perv. It doesn't mean that there's something deviant or wrong with you. It means you enjoy sex. Welcome to being human. Well, and that you're not embarrassed about it, I think is the key. And what's different to me about this is that we're dealing with college students who are adults, not high school students like we've been talking about with the OnlyFans stuff. Yep. I ask myself, what's the worst thing that happens? His students, I assume, usually you teach a class still, usually even if you're elite, like I had a class from my college president, taught a class once. So worst case is he teaches a class and his students have seen this video or videos of him, of he and his wife. He clearly doesn't care if they see it. Right. He so, doesn't care. So it's not going to affect his job that way. I mean, he's, he, he wouldn't be worried about, you know, the whole blackmail thing that came up while well, we were talking about the high school mm -hmm. teachers, you know, if, right. if somebody is going to say, Hey, I know what you did and I'm going to out you, his response would be, go ahead. I wasn't in. <laughs> so right. the, the idea of outing me is silly. Um, you know, somebody on the text line just asked, if it were your pastor, would your opinion be different? Uh, you'd have to ask somebody, first of all, who has a pastor. So, yeah, uh, and, and I think, I mean, what I can say about that from the outside would be to my way of thinking, um, it would depend on what you're preaching from the pulpit. If you're preaching something and then living your life in a manner contrary to what you preached, then you're a hypocrite and, and you probably shouldn't be in that job. But as far as would I be upset if I heard that a pastor were doing this? No, not any more than I would if if it were, uh, you know, a college professor or, or or an engineer or whatever. Here's the only point that I'm going to give the university, and I don't even know if this is the point they're making. And I'm not saying I agree with this, but the only point I will give them is that if news of this, it's probably been there for a long time, but word got out. That's what happens. If word getting out about it has now become such a distraction that he is no longer effective as a leader, that stinks, and I hate that. Uh -huh. But if that's the tr if that's the reality, 
I don't like that he's fired, but it's if, if he is no longer effective in that job, it stinks, but this is the world we live in. And it's it's also like we say, you, you always have to ask yourself, where's the money involved in this? Yeah, and it's right. right where you're leading to, which is it's not even so much about whether he's an effective leader. I mean, that, that would definitely be part of it. But what I think the school has to be terrified of is, is this going to cost us recruiting? And donors. Um, Right. Oh, that's yes, absolutely. Even more so than donors yelling about it. Uh huh. Even more so than because they're always going to fill up the University of Wisconsin. I mean, and lacrosse is a a fairly well respected school. But you're right. right. If it scares off old lady donors, that's going to yeah. That's why they're going to freak out about it. Uh, Text line. So for the all of you on the most of you on the text line are saying there's no big deal to this. Great. How do we change? So that next time the guy's not fired or the woman's not fired then. How do we get this perception into the heads of the people that make the decision? Uh, 913-586-7798. Feel free to share your comments. Be back here in just a few on KMBZ. John, can we talk about what you just posted here for uh-huh, a second? Sure, yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so we started off the, sh- the show today talking about uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who was released from a prison in northern Missouri uh, at 3.30 this morning. Um, And we'll talk more about her crimes, and some of you know that story already. Uh, She married while she was behind bars, and so she left with her husband. There are pictures of that. They went to a hotel in Missouri. Let's give the backstory, and then we'll talk about what she wants to do. Yeah, the backstory on her crime, on on what got her there in the first place, it was an abusive relationship with her mother. Her mother made her phony being disabled for many, many years, since she was a little girl. And at some point, she grew up, even though the mother was still making her pretend that she was very young, she had a texting relationship with a boy that she met, and I forgive me, that's the one detail I don't remember is how they met. But he eventually, she eventually convinced him to come down from Wisconsin to Missouri, where they were living, and murder her mother, which he then did. The boyfriend was convicted of first-degree murder, went to prison for life without possibility of parole. She went to prison on a lesser charge, and as you said, she was released from prison this morning at 3 a.m. Okay. Before we tell you what she wants to do now that she's out, I am now asking myself, do people consider her to be a victim and not a perpetrator or someone who committed a crime? I think there's a lot of ambivalence. I I think that there are people that are in that camp that consider her a victim and don't even think that she should have gone to prison In, in the same way that the Menendez brothers still have their defenders. Yeah. That say, well, you know, they were abused for sexually and physically for so long and they just had finally had enough of it and murdered their parents. If you believe their story, then there are some people who still sympathize with them. I'm not one of them. Same thing with her. But I think she's got her sympathizers. Absolutely. Yeah, because she's acting like she deserves a parade. <laughs> In a way. Yeah. Seriously. Like, so her name is Gypsy Anderson. Now she is married. Uh, She left prison in a black Cadillac and avoided the staged reporters and media. Who is this crime with Bobby? This is a a Twitter account that uh, I guess he's been following the story uh, and seems to it seems to have been there. Uh, Yeah, my wife sent me this a little while ago, and it was the last line of what was in this tweet that I just thought, oh, Lord. I mean, you want to talk about a naked grab for attention? Here it is. She has tickets to a Kansas City Chiefs game on New Year's Eve and hopes to meet Taylor Swift there. (laughs) 
Okay, so stop for a second. Uh-huh. Okay, so fine. So she has taken to the game, fine. So do 70,000 other people. Again, do we consider, is she a celebrity? Like, do we, why does she think she deserves to do something that most other people who didn't go to prison for almost 10 years yeah. do? Right. Like, is it a parade next? Is it, do we consider her to be <sighs> this wronged victim of a crime and now we celebrate her and she should get some special access? Yeah, uh, I, she seems to think so. And and I'll tell you, uh, you know, not to play amateur shrink on the radio, even though I'm kind of about to, um, that is, I think, what a, a lot of the people who are not sympathizers of hers are saying is that she manipulated as much as she was manipulated. Right. And that, I mean, if if this is the way that she sees herself now is I'm going to go to the Chiefs game and meet Taylor Swift. And it's like, oh, come on. It just it seems to to bolster the idea that either she's completely detached from reality or that she has such a an incredibly outsized view of her place in the world that yeah. that there's a danger in that. It's very tone deaf. Yeah. But maybe it's not. Uh, maybe she got letters in prison from the community and from people that that lifted her up and said, you know, you had no other choice and look at what your mom did to you and I'm just I'm 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 struggling with this now that this is like she's got fine, you want to go celebrate and go to the Chiefs game, fine. You've been behind bars for a long time. But to say that, you know, it's it Kids that, you know, have had illnesses do things like this and meet Taylor Swift. Kids that have suffered do things like that. Yeah. Why is why is she in that group? And, uh, you know, and I guess because you can kind of see this from the other side, too. You can see it from the sympathizers side saying, well, see, her mother made her be a child for so long that, you know, this is now what she's been relegated to. <laughs> I, I mean, there's so many different ways to spin this. And I guess we're, we're all, myself included, going to spin this exactly the way we want it to be. Boy, this is fascinating now. Um, if you have thoughts on this, especially if you've been here for a little while, to have watched this case happen and to have watched this play out, how do you view her? And now that she's out, ordinarily, she would there would be stigma attached to somebody who just spent 10 years in prison or whatever. Will she have that same stigma? Will she have that same, you know, black check mark next to her name? Uh, 913-586-7798. We'll get to more of your comments just ahead here on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Okay, can we just talk about the mugshots for a second? We were uh-huh, talking sure. about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Uh, who was released at 3.30 this morning. Uh, She was accused of arranging her mother's murder after her mother, um, for years and years, acted like she was sick and put her through all these things that she shouldn't have been through. So it made news, and TMZ had this this morning as well, that now she is going to the Chiefs game on New Year's Eve and hopes to meet Taylor Swift. I have issue with her being treated like a hero, but you have a lot of sympathy for her, people in general. I just looked at the TMZ story. I had never seen the mugshot of her side by side with Nicholas Gojon, who actually was sentenced to life in prison. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the haircuts for a second? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know if that was their choice or if that's, uh, well, I guess it would have been. I mean, if, the, if they were mugshots, yeah, they wouldn't have had prison haircuts yet. They are exactly the same. Uh-huh. I mean, exactly the same. She's darker complected than he is. She's got a rounder face. His ears are bigger. Her eyes are a little closer together. But the haircut, you you could have just photoshopped. I mean, you could have photoshopped it from one of the other, and it yeah. would have looked like it belonged there. Exactly. Yeah. And and uh, boy, <laughs> what does that say about the two of them? Uh, I I don't even know. I mean, it's it's clear that. Uh, I mean, she has so many deep-seated issues. And again, I say this as somebody who does not have any uh, sympathy for what for what she did. Do I have sympathy for what she went through? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Nobody yes. should have to deal with that. Dealing with crazy mothers is something that way too many people have to go through. Very few of them are going to be as bent as her mother was. But when you react to that by soliciting your boyfriend to murder her, no, that's where you lose me. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. And I don't think anybody ever is what's really going on inside her head. Yeah. We'll see if she ends up meeting Taylor Swift on Sunday. <laughs> oh boy, I hope not. At the Chiefs game. All right. Salon.com had this next story here while we have a few minutes. Uh, the future of birth control is sharing the burden with men. And it could be here sooner than you think. But there's a lot in this story about innovations in birth control that are coming out in 2024. It's supposed to be a new era of birth control. They've got a new oral contraceptive. All this stuff is coming out. It's all for women, important to note. But deeper in the story, they point out uh, male partners have had no options to prevent pregnancy that fall between condoms and vasectomies or having the woman handle it. I mean, that's that's the other option. But there's a doctor that they talked to um, said he's seeing the paradigm shift that's happening. He helps run clinical trials for two potential male contraceptive options. The one that he says is closest to going to the market um, is a male hormonal gel that men would rub on their shoulders once a day. And over the course of several weeks, it would gradually reduce their sperm count to less than a million. And they say by doing that, it makes pregnancy much less likely. The other is a once a day pill. 
similar to what a lot of women take. The question is, if made available to men and like legit, she can either do this or you can do this and the result will be the same, will men do it? <laughs> and if not, why not? You, you want the fast answer on that one? <laughs> not I, I feel on like I know what the life. answer is, but it's yeah. the why that I'm curious about. Uh-huh. Oh, first of all, tell a man that you're going to give him something that's going to make his sperm count go down. Uh-uh. I'm less manly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of course. So, yeah, that that's going to be uh, the first big downfall to that. And the other thing is, I mean, Men in general, and again, I will put myself squarely in the middle of this camp. I'm not going to accuse anybody of something I'm not guilty of. When you say the word hormone to a man, we immediately freak out. You're going to do what? <laughs> you're you're going to unbalance my what? No, I, I see this going absolutely nowhere. The once a day pill would work the same way in terms of... Um, they would suppress hormones that initiate sperm production. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 the same root, just a different <laughs> different part of the world. Sorry. Sperm production is still uh-huh. is still reduced. Yes. And I feel like it's also as simple as a man doesn't want to have to do a thing every single day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um which which is also funny when you consider how much Viagra sells. Right. But, but uh, that pill will take, right? But that, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, uh, as far as, you're right. I mean, the regimen of it. Now, there are men who deal with things where they have to, you know. But, right. But then it's, the difference is not, is my sperm count going to go down or not? The difference is, am I going to die if I don't do this? That's really mm-hmm. the only way you're going to get us to do something every day adult content warning, but here's the question I'll ask. Mm -hmm. If the option is between, (laughs) you're welcome boss. If the option (laughs) is between a pill or gel every day that reduces your sperm count or condoms, which is the other option they have right now, except for a vasectomy, what's the better, what's, what's, what's more likely to win that fight? Wow. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I, I would, I'd, I'd love to know. Well, see, vasectomy is, is something that I think is going to, that's going to be an age-related thing. You're going to be much more likely to do that if you're 40 yeah. than you sure. are if you're 20. Right. Um, because at 20, you might still be thinking, I still want to have kids at some point. Right. Where if you're 40, 50, 60, I mean, how many stories have we had about guys who were, you know, celebrities who were in their 70s who were having kids? Didn't Robert De Niro just have another one? Yeah, 80 something. So, you know, maybe that goes away and maybe it doesn't. But I I think, yeah, I, I... as, as much as condoms are reviled <laughs> uh, among a lot of men, I, I think that given the choice, that's what they would do instead of doing the, a, any kind of hormone treatment. You're immediately going to have that thing where, like you said, it's going to be perceived by way too many men as you're making me less of a man. And yet the hormones that we put in our body. Oh, yeah. You're allowed. You're a woman. I mean, it, the, the number of things that we and the the emotional ride that we take because of that. So that we don't get pregnant, yeah, we just tolerate. When you think about all of the the advertisements that we have, I mean, some of which I do, uh, that, that are you know hormone treatments for men, and what is it all? More testosterone, right? More, give me more. I want to be more manly. So yeah, yeah, 
Um, I, I think that it's going to be the hardest thing to, for them to try to get over with something like that. Yeah, somebody just texted, my issue is that it's it's so new. What if it doesn't bring my sperm count back up when we decide to have a kid and I'm no longer taking it? It's a valid yeah, point. Women, women have the same question about birth control. I mean, that was a question we always asked for a long time was, when I want to get pregnant, will I, if I stop taking birth control, or will it stay in my system? I'm not dismissing your question. I'm saying at some point they're going to figure it out. It might take five or ten years, but at some point they're going to figure out a way to do this that does that'll work the same way as, as female birth control. You stop taking the pill or the gel. Maybe it takes a month, but sperm production, whatever the thing that blocked sperm production, yep. unblocks it and you're fine. Given the two being equal, would you do it? We'll put another yeah, 913 586 If you want to chime in, is this something that you would even consider? You know, put yourself five years down the road, put yourself yeah. 10 years down the road, however long you would need to know that it's it's not going to turn you, you know, in, into a woman that, you know, that it's not going to uh, that it's not going to have some horrible side effect or that it's not going to damage your sperm count to the point that it will never come back. Once all of those questions are answered, would you do it? Knowing that uh, it would, because well, yeah, I mean, you got to remember too. The other, the other thing about condoms is that preventing birth isn't the only reason to use condoms. Correct. And something Correct. like this would not necessarily protect you. It wouldn't protect you at all from right. uh, transmission of you know sexually transmitted disease. But in a committed relationship, yeah. If, if you're, you're with somebody, right? I think this text is interesting. Um, and I, and I wonder if this will be true also, and, and if so, that's sad. Somebody just said, and I assume this is a woman, um, I'm past that age now, but my body is my concern. I wouldn't trust a man to be consistent with either of those options. A woman would still need to be the pregnant person if he wasn't consistent. So if he if you trust him to do it and he doesn't, she still she she gets pregnant then. Well, and, and to which I say, men have to trust women right now. Right. To take the pill if that's what, or use condoms either way. But I do understand like in the end, and this is just how the it falls to us because we carry the baby. Exactly. And so we feel like it's on us in the end. And and to be you know perfectly clear and honest about it, you also have to worry that men are, uh, men are going to lie about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't yeah. have to, you don't have anything to worry about. I'm taking the hormone thing. So my sperm count is down. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, I don't know if this will come as a shock to you, Jamie. There are men out there who will say absolutely anything to get a woman in bed. I, I Again, I hope I'm not opening any doors for you. But <laughs> And you want them to go to the doctor uh -huh. also yeah. to get this? Men aren't necessarily known for their affection for doctors either. True that. So, and this all stinks. <laughs> this, I just, I like that they're working on um on on the ways to do it mm -hmm. you just hope that whatever it takes for men like can we make it a once a month thing you right. know like we have birth control options for women i have one iud that'll go for eight years i think now they're up to it is a horrible awful process but once it's there it's good for eight years can we get that equivalent for a guy yeah one time don't think about it then yeah what was uh what, what's the one that, that goes in your arm I can't think of, um, there is one. Yeah. Yeah. That, that slowly over time mm -hmm. gets used up, but it, yeah, yeah, that one was good for what? Five years or was it eight that you said? I think so. Mine's the up and I mean, mine's the normal. Yeah. The, the more popular one, <laughs> even though it's more pain, a ridiculously more painful. I don't like the thing in my arm. I don't want something I can feel. 
nor plant. That just freaked me out. I don't know yes. why that just popped back into my head, but that's Good what job. it is. Yeah. Um, that, but yeah, I, uh, a guy that I worked with a long time ago, his wife had that, uh, you know, had the implant. And, and the good thing about that is you could see him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So with something like that, if you're rubbing a gel into your shoulder, you know, once a month or whatever it is, you could easily lie and tell somebody you did that. There would be no way for you to prove that you actually did. 913-586-7798 if you, uh, if you want in here. Still to come this hour, Colin has introduced us to uh, what K-State could win. The game's tonight. This is tonight that they could win this? Okay. It is happening so, in just a few hours here. Okay. Yes. We'll talk about this trophy coming up here on KMBZ. For those who don't know, is this K-State theme song? Mm-hmm. The Wabash Cannonball. Yes. Not the fight song, but the Wabash Cannonball. Oh. <laughs> Colin, are you wearing, is that your purple sweatshirt? Your purple sweater This is my K-State sweater. At a boy. Yes. Getting all excited. Did Parks huh? like it? I haven't seen him yet today, but the last time he saw me wearing this, he said it was the ugliest thing he's ever seen. <laughs> wow. Well, it's good that he didn't pull any punches, I guess. But yeah. Yow. Okay, uh, what's the game today? What are we planning? The Pop-Tarts Bowl in Orlando, Florida against uh, NC State. So is it at the, the old Tangerine Bowl? Is that where they're playing the game? I assume so. I haven't okay. done much looking into it. I'm just excited for other reasons other than the game and, and the location and whatnot that I assume we'll get into here soon. And, uh, and so there is a Pop-Tarts Bowl trophy? There is. It is fantastic. <laughs> to, the best way to describe it is it kind of looks like the Lombardi trophy. Does have the, uh, the, the silver they, football the NFL, on the top. The silver football yep. kind of on a, on a stand. But in the middle of it, there are two empty slots that are like a toaster. <laughs> and there are two Pop-Tarts slotted into the top of the trophy like, like they're being put into a toaster. It's oh, awesome. That's great. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, and it has uh, silver Pop-Tarts all the way around the base of it. Um is some of them standing up and some of them over on their sides. I just, I love the fact that they put this much effort into making the popcorn, or pop, popcorn, pop tart bowl trophy a thing. Well, this, and then a few years ago, this is probably my second favorite bowl game out of all of them. The Cheez It Bowl, I think, will take <laughs> the top spot of any bowl game in my mind because along with the game, they offered someone a hotel room. As a part of a package, you had to enter to like win and everything, but they gave you an all expenses paid thing to go to the Cheez It Bowl. The hotel room full of cheese. The bedding was, was Cheez It. Yes. It was themed. The whole room was themed. You got this whole staycation sort of. It was awesome. It was great. Huh. Okay. Um, any predictions about the game? Well, Little Miss Sunshine, Avery Johnson, is taking over as quarterback for the Cats because Will Howard. Uh, left in the transfer portal, headed to USC. They have a lot of young, uh, young players on the team for the bowl game. They had a lot of guys transfer out. They had a lot of guys leave. Defensively worries me more. Offensively, I don't know much about NC State. I know they're ranked. I know they're good. They're nine and three. They had uh, the best linebacker, I think it was in the nation. He won the the, the award this year for that. But other than that, I don't know much. I think Avery Johnson's going to have a good game. He's from Mays. True freshman. We'll see what happens. Good deal. All right. Go K-State. Yay, K-State. Um, John, you're on with Parks this afternoon. Yes. Somebody's not happy about it. <laughs> Why would anybody be happy about more of me? I mean. 
Uh, hey, I'm just getting in front of the text line. Like you said, they're salty anyway today. No, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah, Dana's out for the week, um, and Scott was kind enough to ask if I would hang out for a little while. So uh, we did that yesterday, and uh, looks like today and tomorrow we're going to do kind of the same thing. Uh, I'll, I'll mention right now. I have a new source for trivia. Do you try that tomorrow? TikTok has finally figured out what I'm looking for. Okay. And finally is suggesting trivia accounts to me on nice. TikTok. So I go through, this is when I lay awake at night and can't sleep, and I screenshot questions. So it'll be very easy to go through and just look at all the screenshots of questions. And they're pretty good. Oh, good the deal. I've got. Okay. Um, so. and, and by the way, let me mention something here real quick, because this happened... Uh, like two thirds of the way through our show yesterday, uh, and we talked a little bit about it. Parks and I talked a little bit about it as well. That we lost uh, another genius out of the comedy world. That uh, Tommy Smothers had died, and yeah. and I forgot about this when me and my old partner John Carney over at KMOX were doing the show together. When we were doing the two Johns No Waiting thing, we had him on as a guest. And he was fantastic. So uh, I'm going to give that to Colin. I uh, John sent me oh, the yeah. interview. He sent me the interview this morning. I'm going to give that to Colin. We'll put it up on the podcast page. So uh, it's probably about ten years old, but he was wonderful and really, I mean, just it was everything we wanted it to be. So we'll pop that up on the podcast page page for you before too very long. Before we move too far along, can I mention the mascot? I forgot to mention sure. the mascot. So the Pop-Tart Bowl has a mascot. You know, every, every team has their guy that dresses up in the suit and everything. They will have a life-size Pop-Tart mascot walking. I, I, They might have multiple. I don't know because there's a lot of flavors of Pop-Tarts. But the biggest, I think, story out of the game right now is the winner of the game will get to eat the edible Pop-Tart mascot. Life-size, <laughs> full Reports say that the flavor will be strawberry and it will be massive and the team will just get to come in and devour it. The article that I saw uh, at sportsnews.com says that they are two separate mascots. I think there was some confusion on whether or not there will be an edible thing walking around the stadium for three hours getting sweaty and gross. Yeah, do you no. want it? No. Yeah. It, is, it will be a man in a costume or someone in a costume walking around the stadium for the game. They have a separate mascot for the end of the game after the team wins they'll get to come and devour good life-size pop-tart yeah because i'll tell you if you've ever been inside a locker room and know what that smells like take that and condense it and make it worse and that's what the inside of a mascot uniform smells like those those things oh they don't age well oh well that's get excited and get cats <laughs> Yes. All right. Let's wrap with this spider body butter. Oh, Lord, this is story. funny. I so yeah. dearly want to know if this is true. And we don't yet. I want to point it, point that out. We do not know if there's anything to this yet. But somehow, and you know how internet rumors go, right? I don't know what the odds <laughs> on any given one are, but uh -huh. most of what you see is going to be absolutely false. However, what has started going around the web now on different social media accounts, and TikTok has picked up on this, Reddit picked up on it, is that there's a particular brand of body butter that's, that's sold by Sephora that people are claiming attracts spiders. Now, like I said, I, I have no idea whether that's true. My inclination would, believe, would be to believe that it isn't, but you never know. And there are people now uploading videos where they're doing tests. Somebody said, I will experiment today and keep you updated. After four hours, I have seen two spiders at work. One came at me and one ah. and one didn't. I putted 
oh, some oh, cream on a tissue to see if it would interest a spider. We'll update soon. And then update, 10 hours, spiders went to the tissue paper. I think they're attracted to the pheromones of the cream. I, why am I so uncomfortable <laughs> with this whole thing? Um, $22 a tub for this cream, uh-huh. which in the grand scheme of women's products is not it's ridiculous. Not, right. There are some that are incredible expensive. Sure. So what I want to know is what is in the spot? What's why the connection? Just I don't understand something somebody noticed. And now, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to see if somebody actually does a a real deep dive into this and does a study that isn't mocked up for for TikTok. That, yes. that can find out if there's anything to this. I think it would be hilarious to find out that, oops, we made something that makes spiders get on you. All right, John's hanging out with Parks. Enjoy and be nice. And we'll uh, be back to you tomorrow here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.